All right, well, thank you for joining us on our Tri-State Training Day podcast. I got my man, Garrett Duay, one of the hardest-working dudes I know, who's constantly leading from the front, showing his team that it can be done, doing it for him and his family, and um, is the VP of FFL Precision, and just constantly making it happen and showing people that this is no big deal. And I appreciate you for that, Garrett. So uh, thank you for jumping on with me. How you doing today? Doing well, man. It's always a pleasure to do these. I love uh, jumping on these podcasts with you, man, getting the word out to everybody. No doubt, my dude. Well, um, you know, you've uh, been a consummate, you know, professional slash worker um, in our business and constantly helping 40 families a month personal, building a team, developing, growing, understanding how to work with leaders and get them to move. So, um, I want to know from you, you know, looking at the year you've had so far in 2023, when you came into the year, what was your focus and, and how, how are things going? My focus coming in was actually more of a team building, uh, actually, and trying to find what we have as a team and just scaling it to where basically working with what we have, but getting the most out of it. Right. Um, Cause recruiting's tough. So my goal was to focus on the players we have and getting to where they want to be and where we want to be as a business and seeing what we can do with that. And it's working right now to fruition as what we expected. So I love it. It's going in the right direction. Amen, bro. And I mean, that, that's, you know, the goal, but it, it opens up the conversation around your consistency, right? If it's going in the right direction, Generally, that means a, a lot of consistency is taking place, right? So let's talk about it. You know, you, um, you've made this commitment to personal production and, and handling your personal production like a grown adult. Um, and I know you have all kinds of mindsets around the things you do to protect your business and protect your, your family and protect families in general. What is your overall mindset to the approach of your consistency? So consistency is the perfect word because that's what this business takes. But from a personal production standpoint, uh, first thing is non-negotiables with yourself. I came in here not knowing how to run this business. And that was a blessing to me because mm-hmm. I was taught one thing and was coached and was coachable and took it and ran with it because I was told I needed 15, 20, later on 30 appointments to become successful to have hitting certain numbers a month that I needed to hit. Um, So with that brings on disciplinary actions where I have to be disciplined on what I do, a schedule. I have to have my non-negotiables of my dial times or, you know, how much I need a hit for the week appointment wise Mm. uh, or every two days, whatever the case may be, however you dial. And then last, I had to make sure that I was actually doing those things. Um, Even if they sucked, I had to do them every single day because the more you do it, it just becomes repetitious as we know. And so I developed that really early on because that's all I knew. That's what I was taught. I didn't know any better, so I didn't have bad habits per se. Mm. So I learned that quick. So with that being said, the consistency part for me is doing the same thing repetitious every day. No matter what it takes, I know I need to see my five appointments or however many anybody else likes to book 10 appointments a day. Do that every single day and don't let yourself do any less. Then that's going to there's going to come natural after that. And then you start finding yourself being more successful and profitable. 
Um, now, as far as a team building consistency, what we try to do and implement is communication. Because if you're out there being a secret agent and you're not constantly communicating, and secret agent, what I mean is you're trying to figure it out by yourself and it's, you know, you're, you're running in the walls or nothing's happening. So we want to build that culture to where we communicate. So if I, you've already been on like our team call mark, you've noticed everybody has a webcam on. There's nobody without a screen on. So we can actually see each other communicate. Mm. I want to know before you go in a house, after you go in a house or in a house, how to go, what went wrong, what went right, and what we need to do to fix it or wash, rinse, and repeat it so it keeps happening. So we want to communicate a lot, and that's what I try to thrive on with all the agents. No matter if it's a downlines, downlines, downline, five people below me, I still want to talk to you and help you out the best I can. So communicate with me, communicate with everybody else to see what works for you. So communication as a team and then non-negotiables, uh, for the consistency as a personal producer. I love it. Now, you talk about, you just, you know, talk about getting to 10 appointments a day like you're going to go have lunch. <laughs> hey, Garrett, what's for lunch? You know what I mean? Like, talk to us about how you built that ability to get to 10 because some people are struggling, you know, trying to book, you know, four for a day. And you're consistently booking 10. So can you talk to us about how you developed that and got there? Yes, sir. So the point of that for me was to not be scared to invest in my business. Mm. Because I know what 10 appointments a day does compared to three appointments a day. (laughs) So I was never scared of that aspect of this might be my last bit of money to invest in my business. Mm. That was never scary to me because I knew exactly the outcome of what was going to happen. So to me, once I developed that and noticed the consistency, once again, of what I had coming in profit wise for the business, then I knew right there to keep doing the same thing. That doesn't mean I get to stop dialing when it gets hard. That means I have to keep dialing. Uh, I was asked a question a long time ago, my first podcast ever with Rob Richmond. He said, Gary, you remember what you told me your first week when you said you wanted 20 appointments? And I asked you, how many uh, leads did it take? And I was like, no. He's like, you said whatever it took. (laughs) So if if it took 10 leads to get 10 appointments, it took 10. If it took 500, I would purchase 500 to make my 10 appointments because it was non-negotiable for that day. And then the next day was the same thing. So it's just your mindset behind dialing. So it's a numbers game, which we all know that. You book 10 appointments, you will be successful. So don't scare yourself to say, I can't do it. I can't. You can. You don't want to. Wow. I always wanted to. Wow. That's massive. Probably one of the best ways I heard it broken down. Hmm. You just dissected can and want to. Because there's a huge difference there. You know what I'm saying? There's a huge difference. And I can't versus not wanting to or wanting to and I can. Can Well, here's the deal with that, Mark. Please, please, Uh, Thank you. We all came into this looking for something better, right? No matter where you come from, it could have been a different IMO. You could have been an insurance or the oil field like me. We all came in here looking for something better. So if you're trying to come in here to do the same thing you were doing, if you were lazy or if you were at a different IMO and you didn't dial all day or you only had 
leads from your uplines, uplines, upline from five years ago. <laughs> you didn't work as hard as you came here saying you were going to do if you're not succeeding. If you come here and you put in the work, you will succeed. And if you're not, it's because you're not working. It's as simple as that. So if you do it, I mean, you can do it. If you can't, we wouldn't want you here. If you can't, if it wasn't working, nobody would be successful if nobody could do it. <laughs> so can't isn't an option. I love it. It's the want to. It's that simple. You want to do it or you don't want to. If you want to do it, you came here to be successful. Make yourself successful mm -hmm. by doing what you want to do. Wow. That's so simple. I really hope people listen, like, like listening, listening, like actively listening, because it's so true. And if someone were to challenge themselves to what you just said, it's a whole different mind sh shift and perspective on what's possible. And just want, just just putting in, just desirably putting in the work. That's all I did, Garrett. I just desirably put in the work. It wasn't easy. I just desirably figured it out because not only I wanted to, I needed to. Correct. And that's how I feel. People come in here and they're, they're hesitant. You can actually come in here guns blazing, protect 10 families in your first week. I don't care what type of experience you have. I'm And not to brag about myself, I'm proof of that. Uh, I literally never picked up a phone. I never dialed. I've never sold anything. I never was a salesman. Oil fill. That's it. And I came in here, got coached up, did what I was told to do, and I, boom, now we're here today. Never in a million years I would have thought that, but I had the mindset and work ethic to make it work. And I knew what it took to make it work. So if I do those things, it's going to work. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. If you do that, you, you, you just capitalize on what you have in yeah, and it's the idea that there's so many people that have come before me. They they can't all be lying. This is it looks like there's a lot of fruit all over this tree. Um, why not me? Basically, why not me? Why can't I do what's already been done by so many different people, all shapes, sizes, all different backgrounds, all different ages, all different? I mean, like every like why not me? Why not? You know. Correct. And that's what you don't sell yourself short. Yeah. And that's what you've done. So and you've given yourself that opportunity. What does what does your schedule look like week in and week out so, um, from the start to the end? OK, so Monday we're in the office from eight to twelve. I dial every day. I do not work a traditional schedule dialing Monday and Thursday. I run a hybrid system. So from eight to twelve. I am setting my appointments for the next day. Monday, I'll dial for Tuesday. Once my appointments are set, I start teleselling. Um, this is going to be whatever type of lead I can get my hands on, data leads. I like one month final expense leads a lot. Uh, anything from the ILC, like um, Instant Internet with Beneficiary to Life Insurance Questionnaire leads. Those are some of my favorites, but I will dial those to telesale. And then in the evening, I'm running mortgage appointments every single evening. So from 8 to 12, it's telesales and dialing from one o'clock till seven is going to be my in-home appointments for my mortgages or final expense during the day. If it's somebody local, I can get to. And that is a everyday wash, wash, repeat Monday through Saturday. Saturday, I dial for Monday. Sunday is my off day for family. Got it. Let's love it. Let's talk about the, 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 uh, the team building aspect. You're obviously what you're doing is working. And you're 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 constantly in this pursuit of duplication, duplicating it, right? So you've got some things working with the live dialing, and trying to you know recruit agents and bring them in. What is your what is your process and structure around your recruiting habits and the things you're doing to build your business? 
So we like to try to recruit every day. Um, a lot of it, we're definitely pushing warm market, uh, trying to reach out to more people. We always said that's the best and which it is. Um, social media we're using for that and just word of mouth. We're using the LinkedIn process, uh, people filling out applications to actually work for us instead of us begging people to come work work for us. So th those are very good quality. Um, and for me personally, <laughs> begging people to come work with us. <laughs> yeah, because, so the reason I say it like that, and it, I don't mean it to sound like it's a negative thing, is because most people, believe it or not, think this is too good to be true. I was one of them. I was a skeptic at the beginning. So it's hard to, harder to convince somebody who may be doing this already that this is the right way because they would have been here already until mm -hmm. they're actually doing it. So with that leads me into I'm more pushing for unlicensed agents at the moment. I have a lot of people in class that are passing their tests or studying to pass a test because, like I said earlier, there's no bad habits there and they only know what they are taught. So if we teach people to dial the phone hard, they're going to always dial the phone hard. We teach them to run 30 appointments a week. They're going to run 30 appointments a week. There's no bad habits to break. So I'm really pushing the unlicensed agents right now. As far as when they're getting their NPN, first thing we do is start a four-day training course. Uh, we actually do it through all of Apex and Precision. Um, it's a get quick start program. It's a four-day training for me. It's a one-day training with Apex, but I break down what I call the core four carriers, day two. Well, sorry, let me go back. Day one is terminology, mm. not um, just basic life insurance, but things that we use in the field every day that they're going to hear, chargebacks, living benefits, uh, universal, just things that, that they're going to need. Now, is this, being, is this self-taught, like there's a manual and they're reading it, or are you going through this with them? So... This is self-taught. I'm sitting through a Zoom like this with three to four recruits at a time. Mm -hmm. uh, usually that's the max. And we're all doing this together. This is just what I've developed through training over the last two and a half years that I've okay. been doing this. Yep. But terminology, I do have it wrote on my computer of a structure that I follow. So terminology, it lasts about an hour. We go over everything you're going to hear in the field, dialed in, because people don't know what that is. Just certain things, yes. brand new agents that really don't understand anything. Mm -hmm. The next day we go over products. So I have created what's called a core four and that's what we stick to our core four products. And this is going to be America and or prosperity at the same time, mutual AMM AIG. And then we have what's called the wild cards. This is going to be the Etnas of the world, things we need to very seldomly sell. The reason I want to do that is because with a new agent, I don't want them not say want them, need them having access to a hundred different carriers and writing their business all over. We get a cancellation here or something happens there and we're never going to write that carry again. We want it to be consolidated into the core four. Mm. So that's what we created for term and final expense. And we want to follow that core four. So we preach it, preach it, preach it. The next day we go over phone training and leads. And then the final day, I have them present to me. I will not let them in the field on the phone until I think their presentation or their dial script is suitable. So they will do that in front of everybody because who best to do it in front of in front of your peers so you can be critiqued upon it and get the pressure off the phone. Because over here on Zoom, everybody can see you doing your script. Over the phone, a client can't see you. Mm. So I like to take that element out so they can get comfortable with dialing the phone 
and pitching in front of everybody. So we spent four days, about an hour a day doing that. And I fit that in between my recruiting. I fit that in between my dialing to make sure these new agents at least have that bit of training. And then from there, I'm a phone call away. Got it. Now, what are you doing to get them on the phones? Obviously, all that is to get them on the phones. But are they now uh, dialing for um, appointments? Are they doing live dials? Are they going out in the field? Are they doing telesales? What are you? So we're going to do live dials with each other every day. Um, Whether it's hybrid, which is really what I'm trying to pitch right now. The reason I want to teach a hybrid approach, if you never sold insurance before, like most of these agents, telesales could be tough. Um, but we know telesales is golden. So what I'm trying to do is a hybrid approach with my agents right now and let them choose what works the best. Nice. Uh, if they're local to an office, I want them in an office hearing from people around them, no matter what state they're in. If they, they're in driving distance, they need to get into an office to hear people doing it, uh, Get just get that interaction as a team. So, you know, we're all feeling like we need to be somewhere instead of being sitting at home twiddling your thumbs wondering what to do next when you're in an office you work harder you know you're in a working environment so i definitely preach going to an office but we're on live dials every day so we can critique we unmute well try to uh we don't want to talk over each other but we do that um and then if they do book an appointment we go over that appointment before they either see them or while they're talking to them through text or phone call so it'd be like hey garrett i got a 60 year old 61 year old bob and mary they have COPD, him, and her just high blood pressure. What to do and why? We'll hit that core four that we went through and say, this is what we're going to do for them. So offer them this. And because I can underwrite now that I've been doing it, we usually get it right the first time. So we're not writing 30 different applications mm-hmm. in a home and holding people up. Because as a rookie, we already know you're slow on the application. You're slower dialing. You're slower setting an appointment. So to speed the application process up, we already know the product that we're going to offer the client right then and there. And it usually goes through on the first time unless we get withhold inf- withheld information or anything like that. All right. Okay. I love it. So transitioning. And I love the approach to the new agents and unlicensed. Like, you know, what's, what's great about our scale, you know, 10 years in business FFL, we don't figure out everything that we, we don't like or we don't want to duplicate. Right. Facts. And now we're, we're, we're doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on the things we love, right? And everyone's nuances are a little bit different, but they know what they love. And you love dealing with people that are unlicensed and want to make a change. And I think that's what I love. You know, it's like I love the, the person coming out of class who, who wants to be filled up, but wants to be filled up with the right stuff. So... That's huge in regards to, you know, what you're doing right now and how you're shaping and molding and building your agency. Are you finding that some of your leaders are doing the very same thing? We're starting to get more traction. Uh, Like just this morning we had on the new hire form, we had five new hires all were unlicensed. So, yeah, it's it's starting to trend, um, which is good. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. We want everybody, but... I got a soft spot in my heart for unlicensed agents because I was unlicensed and had no clue. So I know what it could do for me. Just like you said, I love helping people and getting them to see things they never thought possible here. And they're like, what it's done for my life, it'd be selfish to not offer this to people who aren't licensed or who have no experience in the field. It would be totally selfish. And we don't want to do that, obviously. Man, listen, dude, you're doing great things out there. Um, You got a new agent that's listening to this podcast. 
that maybe is thinking about building or maybe is struggling with sales, what would you say to help them get over the hurdle? Yeah, 100% what we touched on in the beginning, it'd be find that consistency for you, whether it's dialing, whether it's appointments, whether it's recruiting, find something to make your schedule consistent every day. When you do that, this stuff's going to start clicking for you. Uh, yeah, find consistency no matter what it takes. I love it, man. Well, again, you are the modicum of consistency, and that's how we started this, like you said, because – but it's you say find, and I'm, I'm going to double down on find, like fight for it. Like, it's what you do, though. You, f- you fight, you fought, you fought and fought for consistency, won the battle, and now your life's very consistent at a higher echelon and a higher level. So that's all we're trying to do with people, Garrett, is try to get them to fight tooth and nail for what it is they want and understanding that if they do that, it's a wrap. Correct. And whenever you find yourself becoming consistent, you're going to notice a whole shift in just personal life, like, confidence you're, you're gonna be walking around smiling all day people's gonna think something's wrong with you <laughs> you know because you just feel good about everything what you like i love i can generally say i love what i do now i've never said that before in my life wow well besides sports or anything i'm talking about work-wise That's don't get me wrong i was good in the oil field and what i did i did it for over 10 years and this is just a whole different meaning of life to me I, i've never in a million years thought i'd be here wow that's amazing listen man garrett duay signing off training day my man appreciate you um appreciate you more than you know and uh thank you for all you do man seriously no problem thank you mark all right everybody keep listening thank you so much garrett god bless y'all take care